Yo, what is up everybody? It is time to travel. It's time to travel, travel, travel. If you guys are traveling to Australia, you guys are looking how to budget. This is the podcast for you. We're going to be talking about where to stay, how to book your accommodations, what is food going to cost, what is everything going to cost, how do you wrap it all into a nice bone package. Let's do this. Welcome to the Doom World Podcast. Taking your brain across the world. Introducing your host and guide across the globe. Solo traveler, Jerry Moore. Okay, so when you're budgeting your trip for Australia, there's a lot of things you need to consider, and I'm sure that you guys are trying to weigh things out. How much is this gonna cost? How much is that gonna cost? And I'm gonna help you guys cut those costs as much as I possibly can, as well as let you know kind of how you need to plan and what I use to plan for my trip in Australia. So the first thing that we're gonna talk about is flights. So flights is obviously a huge one, and it's gonna be your biggest expense out of anything. When you're talking transportation costs to get to Australia, if you're coming from the US or Canada or Europe or wherever it may be, flights can get very expensive. So there's a couple sites that I like to use, uh, Kayak, Skyscanner, and uh, there are some other ones that I'm also going to recommend. I'm going to go ahead and put those here. Now what you guys need to do is you need to check these religiously. Okay, so just going on the day that you want to get your flight and looking at the exact days that you want your flight to, uh, it's going to be very tough to find a cheap flight. Now on the contrary, if you guys are able to say, I want these range of dates to go and I want these range of dates to return, and you're a little bit flexible with things and you can look, you know, maybe starting way in advance and you look for about a month checking these sites, you can actually get some pretty good deals. Uh, from the US, I've seen as low as, I think I saw one for 650 bucks there and return from uh, from the US to Australia and then back into the US, which is ridiculously cheap. And that was from Ohio too. So Ohio, California, well, you get it. So definitely take the time because it can be worth it and it can save you a ton of money when you're looking, going this route. So next step, next part of the plan is again, transportation once you get into Australia. So once you get in Australia, there's gonna be a lot of places that you wanna travel. And I definitely highly recommend that you do travel a lot of these places. You have the West Coast, you have the center, you have Uluru, you have the South side, you have the East Coast. There's so many things to do and basically everything's around the coast except for Uluru. But uh, there's different ways you guys can get around to save you a ton of money. Now, when you're looking at flights inside of Australia, Occasionally you can find some cheap-ish ones. So like if you're going from Sydney to Melbourne or Cairns to Sydney or something like that, occasionally you can find a ticket for $100. But if you don't get lucky, if you don't get booked far enough advance, these tickets can go three to $400. They can get very expensive for a very short flight. So you wanna do your best to avoid flying around the country, left, right, up, down as much as you can, and really plan your trip, a streamlined trip. So you're going one direction the whole time. So for example, if you wanna do the whole East Coast, start at Cairns and go to Melbourne or vice versa. Um, and that would be dependent on the season uh, for, if I would plan this out, I wouldn't go to Cairns in the middle of the summer and I wouldn't go to Melbourne in the middle of the winter because Melbourne is very cold and Cairns gets very hot in the summertime. So plan your trip accordingly. The seasons are switched from the US and Canada. So their summer is our winter, their winter is our summer. So, you know, kind of plan for that. Now, when you're talking about how do you get around, how do you transport around um, Australia, it's actually very easy. So there's a Greyhound bus that moves pretty much throughout the entire country. And this makes things really nice because you pay one flat rate is what I did. Um, so I paid 
450 Australian, which is somewhere around 325 US for a 45 day all-inclusive pass. That means I can use this bus as much as I want. I can go any direction that I want, uh, anything like that. They also have like a hop on, hop off, hop on, hop off type pass. So it's saying I want to go from Cairns to Melbourne, that is going to be my trip. And I can hop on a bus anytime going south and I can hop off and stay for a few days, hop back on, go south, you know, etc. Uh, the nice thing about the 45 day pass, it allowed me to go up, down, left, right, anywhere I wanted to. And again, it was pretty cheap for um, what I was able to get. And the buses are not bad at all, guys. They're, the seats are pretty comfortable. Uh, they have USB chargers. Uh, I like to take the night bus every time I was going on an extended trip. Uh, I always took a night bus. If it was like a seven to 10 hour trip, night bus every time because that saves on your hotel or your accommodation room. So your hostel, you don't have to book a hostel at night because you're gonna be sleeping on the bus. And there's very few people that sleep or that are actually doing the night bus. So you'll have the entire seat to yourself so you can kind of crash out, space out. And it's a little more comfortable than going during the day where things can get a little cramped and you're sitting next to somebody and the bus is packed and you know, all of that stuff. So once you actually get into the cities, when you're trying to get around inside of the cities, um, the major cities have very good public transportation for the most part, um, Sydney, Melbourne. When you're looking at big cities like that, the public transportation, the trams, uh, the buses, they have very good systems set into place where you can get from one point to the other without too much difficulty and pretty cheap too. Um, usually a, a bus ticket or a train ride from one side of the city to the other is like three Australian dollars, so like two US dollars. Pretty cheap to get around. Now if you're in a smaller city that doesn't have stuff like that, uh, I just chose the route of walking. There's little children running around here. When you're looking at how do you get around in these smaller cities when you're visiting these smaller cities, I chose the walking route. Usually everything is in within one mile radius. You just kind of hike it and walk and everything's fine. You know, no big deal. It's free. Uh, it's warm out. It's usually not raining. It's all good. So that's kind of the route that I went when I was looking at how do I get around inside of the smaller cities. They also have Uber available pretty much everywhere. Uh, and the Uber price is about what you would expect inside of the US. It's about the same price. So just kind of compare it to that and that's basically what you're gonna get. Okay, moving on to the next step. Let's talk about hostels. Let's talk about where you're gonna stay. Let's talk about what the costs are gonna be, all of that stuff. So if you guys are traveling to Australia for an extended period of time, you definitely, definitely want to go the hostel route. Uh, in the hostel route, guys, it was, if this is your first experience doing hostels, if you've never done hostels before, the experience was much better than I had anticipated. So I was kind of had this stigma that a hostel was going to be, I don't know, not clean or not nice or I don't know what exactly I had in my mind, but my impression was that I was not going to enjoy staying in a hostel in that whole environment. So after trying a couple of them, I noticed that it was actually the perfect situation for me. Uh, the majority of the time the beds are very clean, they had all the things that you needed, and the majority of the time the hostels were full of travelers just like you and me, 20 to 35 years old, looking to go around, looking to explore, looking to meet new people, wanting to experience things. So this is the perfect situation to where you can go out and meet people, you can go out and find people that are doing the same thing as you, and they're, you know, it's instant friends. You know, it's instant someone to hang out with and go explore with, which is perfect. Now, pricing, how does the pricing go on a hostel? So the hostels are going to slightly range differently. So from a big city to one of the smaller cities, if you're in a big city and you want to stay in the center district of the city, you're going to pay a little bit more for a decent hostel. Uh, on the contrary, on the other side, if you're in like a mid or smaller size city, the hostels are going to be a little bit cheaper. So what does that cost look like? 
So a little bit smaller um, city, for example, Cairns or Byron Bay or something like that, a decent hostel is going to run you guys 15 to 20 US dollars per night. And this is, again, is gonna include a nice clean bed, um, it's gonna include kitchen, it's gonna include utensils. Most of the time it will include breakfast, most of the time it will include Wi-Fi. Now, there are other cheap options outside of that where you guys can go and you guys can get something that will be like eight, 12, uh, you know, 14 US dollars a night, but you really wanna check on those places because most of the time those places are pretty much shitholes. So um, be careful when you go to the really low bottom end. And a great app that I use, I use Hostel World, and that allows me to basically book anything that I need, and it also allows you to see reviews. And the reviews and stuff is the best way to kind of see what the hostel is all about because there are different styles of hostels. You're gonna have some party hostels, you're gonna have some hostels that are quiet and kind of antisocial. And again, it depends on what you're looking for and you're gonna have some in between. For me, it's finding a place like kind of in between that where there's a nice social aspect, but there's not a bar downstairs that's gonna have raging parties Monday through Sunday because there are those hostels. And again, if you're looking for something like that, you know, all means go for it because it will tell you this is a party hostel or this is a not a party hostel and typically if there's a bar inside the hostel that's a good indication that it's probably going to be a little bit louder tonight there's going to be a lot going on um, and again not a bad thing just depending on what you're looking for my best piece of advice would be to you guys to stay in a hostel that's not a party hostel and does not have a bar and is kind of in that mid-range and go to the hostels that have the parties if you guys want to go out because when you're trying to sleep at night the worst thing is having a party going on till four o'clock and people going crazy and inside of the rooms outside of the rooms everywhere um, again but if you're not staying in that hostel you can go party there you can go do what you want to do drink make friends all of that stuff and then you can go back to your hostel and go to sleep at your own convenience now, if you guys are looking for, again, hostels inside of the city, those are gonna run you a little bit more. You're looking around 25 US dollars per night, again, for a good hostel. You guys don't have to go to the extreme. There are really nice hostels that are like 40 to $50 a night. Um, I didn't choose to go any of those. I did the, the $25 range for me for the center, like the business district was perfect. Again, it was kind of like in the medium side. And, and again, when you're comparing these to the, the cheaper options, uh, the, what I found when you, when you go with a cheaper option, they typically don't include breakfast and they typically don't include Wi-Fi. So if you're going to want Wi-Fi and you're going to want breakfast, you're going to end up having to pay for those. So if you want to pay for Wi-Fi, it's like four bucks a night for a place that doesn't provide it for free. And then breakfast, you know, whatever you're going to pay for breakfast. So by the time it's all said and done, the extra $5 to get a nice clean hostel um, is definitely worth the extra couple bucks because you're gonna save it on the Wi-Fi and the breakfast right there alone. Okay, now what do we do in Australia? Obviously when you're going on vacation, uh, when you're traveling, you want to do stuff. You wanna go out and see things. You wanna go on tours. You want to experience everything there is in Australia. What do you do? Uh, how, do you, how much are these things gonna cost? All that stuff. And this is a great question. This is where you're gonna spend a lot of money. Um, and this is where kind of insider information is really going to help you save a lot of money as opposed to you know just doing all the tours that you see and just saying yes, 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 yes to every city, do a tour. Uh, there's a lot of ways you can save money and get around without doing the tours because a lot of times some of the tours are literally just driving you to an area and then dropping you off in an area that you can easily take a bus to yourself um, and the guides aren't that great and stuff like that. So 
Uh, I'm actually gonna do a whole nother video or a whole nother episode on tours on the East Coast because I did a ton of them. Uh, so I'll walk you guys through that. And uh, if I've already done it, I'm gonna link that below. If not, just watch out for it. It's gonna be coming in the next couple of days. So tours, as far as tours go, um, you have some one-day tours, you have two-day tours, you have three-day tours, um, you have the really extended tours like on the West Coast, for example. Now, anything, anytime you're talking about a tour, it is always gonna be cheaper. M most of the time, it's always going to be cheaper to just get a group of people, if you can, and go on the trip together. Now, the way to find that is to go on, if you go on, if once you're in Australia, if you go on to like Darwin Backpackers or Sydney Backpackers, you literally just type in the city you're in, Perth Backpackers, whatever it is, and then just type in Backpackers Facebook group. Uh, there's going to be some type of Facebook group that has all these these people staying in a and they're looking to do things just like you. So for example, they may want to go from Darwin down to Uluru and they're trying to find a group of people to do that together. So this is a great way where you can go on and you can meet people that are looking to do the same trip as you. And you can go on there and post there and say, hey, my name is Jerry, I'm from the US, I'm looking to travel from Darwin down to Perth, looking for some people to share a ride or to grab a ride and I'm willing to split gas. You know, something like that. And most of the time, people that are looking for the same thing, they'll comment and they'll get in touch with you guys. And then you're able to save a ton of money by going with more than one person on this trip, which is obviously great. And again, great way to make new friends. And it's gonna save you a ton of money as opposed to doing a trip. And you have the, the accessibility to do really whatever you want. It's not a guided tour where you have to do exactly what the tour guide tells you. You're on their schedule, you're on your own schedule. You have people with you and it's a really good time. So that's definitely an option that I would look into highly before I book any of my trips. But again, watch the next video that's coming and that's gonna give you some more details on what trips I think are necessities to book. Now, when you're looking at book, booking trips, it's going to be kind of expensive, I, like I said before. Typically, you can think of around 200 Australian a day, so somewhere around 150 US per day for the trip. So for example, if the trip is a three-day trip, you're gonna think around 400 to 450 US dollars. If you're gonna think of a two-day trip, you know, 300-ish dollars. A one-day trip where it's up and down, around 100, to $150, somewhere in that range. Again, they're gonna vary a lot depending on what the trip is, how much transportation, blah, 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 food, all of that stuff. But as a general estimate, you know, look at something around that. And if you plan for that, you're going to be safe. Uh, you could probably find some cheaper trips and you could probably bargain with people. But if you plan for that and you budget for that, it's always good to be under budget. Okay, so your last expense that you're going to have inside of Australia is going to be where you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and things like that. Now, when we're talking about alcohol, alcohol is very, 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 very expensive in Australia. Extremely expensive in Australia. So the cheapest six pack of beer that you buy from the grocery store runs you about 14, 13 to 14 US dollars, the cheapest. So you're talking about the bare minimum low beer, which they don't have anything like we have in the US with like Bush Light, like really shitty beer. They don't, they don't have that. It's just like a decent Bud Light style beer, but it's $13 for a six pack. So that's what you're looking at when you go to beer. Uh, liquor is also marked up about 20%, 20 to even 30%. So kind of take that into account. When you're talking about going out to a bar, things get very expensive really quick and the drinks shrink too. So your shots, you're looking at uh, 10 bucks per shot and the shots are like the little, 
like the littlest things you've ever seen. So like a half a shot. Uh, same thing with the mixed cocktail, same thing with the beer. When they pour you a beer, you don't get a beer like this. You get a beer like this that's like, you know, like this tall and like that. Like one of those little tiny guys. So if you're going out to drink, um, the night can get very, very expensive. So really be careful on that because that is a budget crusher for sure. Now, the way that people do it here in Australia, the backpackers, there's this thing called goon, which is like a boxed wine. And it's, it's like wine, but it's not technically wine. This is what everyone does because it's like four liters, which is something like a gallon-ish. And that runs you about 12, 10 US dollars, 12 US dollars. So that's kind of the, the drink of the backpackers when you're trying to budget, when you're trying to save money. That is typically the way people will go. Uh, it gets you nice and drunk, it's cheap, and it gives you one hell of a hangover the next day. So be considerate of that when you're thinking about you know going out, drinking and stuff like that. But again, alcohol is the biggest budget killer and even getting into clubs, cover charges. Uh, if you're looking into a city and you're trying to go to a major club, you're looking at $20-ish for a cover charge, something like that. Now, when you're in the smaller cities, you're typically not gonna have a cover charge, or if you do, it's gonna be a smaller cover charge. The other thing they do is they have like a ladies' night, which when there is ladies' night and there's free drinks for an hour for the girls, it's literally like Kool-Aid with like the vodka, like the smallest splash of alcohol in it. So it's not really alcohol, it's just really to get the girls there and to the bar. And sorry, ladies, you don't have much of an advantage here either. And when you're talking about food costs, you have the option, obviously, to cook inside of the hostel. Um, pretty much all of my experiences cooking inside of the hostel have been pretty good. I haven't had any like terrible, bad experience where I didn't have kitchen stuff, uh, where the kitchen was really disgusting. It really, again, depends on the hostel you're staying at, but it, the kitchen can get very busy at times. You just have to be an adult and you have to share the equipment and you have to share the area, but most of the part cooking is not a problem. Now, when you're talking about groceries here in Australia, the grocery prices, I want to say, are actually a little bit cheaper than in the US. Not a lot, but they're, I, I wanna say they're a little bit cheaper. So kind of just compare to what you're spending now on groceries and go a little bit cheaper, and I think you're safe there. Uh, talking about eating out though, that can be, that eating out is more expensive. So there's no fast food style options. Now there is a McDonald's pretty much on every corner, just like there is in the US. McDonald's is dominating, like you, McDonald's is killing it. It's just, they're just everywhere. Now on the contrary here though in Australia, a McDonald's burger is almost like a premium burger because they're charging, like for a double cheeseburger, they're charging like $8 for a double cheeseburger. The same one that we get off the dollar menu in the US, it's like $8 here. So you have a McDonald's meal and you have like a double cheeseburger, fries and something else. And it's like 15 bucks for McDonald's and it's not even a lot of food. So, um, you know, think about that. And there's not really fast food options. There's some street meat style options with euros and stuff like that. And they can run you about 10 bucks a meal. Uh, Chinese food, stuff like that. You can occasionally find that. Now, when you're in the bigger cities, obviously you have tons of options. Now, one thing I did find that was pretty cheap and pretty healthy uh, was they have like the seafood to go style thing where they sell you a sushi roll that's about, I wanna say five inches and it's pretty thick and you can get salmon, avocado and stuff like that. And it runs you like 250 uh, per roll. So you can get three of those rolls, like 750 and 
you know, you have a decent meal and it's a lot of food and salmon, avocado, rice, all of that stuff. So I chose that option a lot uh, when I was eating out outside of cooking. But again, if you want, if you're trying to budget, you're trying to save money, cooking is a way to go 1000%. So go in, kind of plan your meals, go to the grocery stores, cook your stuff, uh, and you should be good to go. Yes, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. I hope you guys got some awesome information. Australia is going to be amazing. Now, if you guys like this and you are still not subscribed to the podcast, you know what to do. Smash that subscribe button. And if you loved it, I'm talking about loved it, go ahead and take a screenshot of this podcast. Share on your Instagram stories. I would love to reach out. Go ahead and tag me. I would love to reach out. Give you a personal thank you. And I appreciate you guys' love and support on spreading this podcast. We will talk to you guys soon.